Good night. Okay, so now we're back. Um, new topic today. So okay. essentially, Alan Dershowitz comes out saying the articles of impeachment uh, not constitutional. He doesn't think they're even constitutional, so that there shouldn't even essentially there shouldn't even be a Senate trial. So what what does he say about it? That neither of the two articles, um, the what one on abuse of power, two on obstruction of Congress, satisfies the express constitutional criteria for impeachment. And he goes on to say that it's so vague and open-ended that, you know, essentially anyone can use it in the future, which is something that we were talking about yesterday, that it's, you know, it's too open-ended, um, that it could just be used against any president now. Now it's just like a political uh, weapon. So what, what, what do you think about that? So I, I uh, Alan Dershowitz is, in my opinion, he's a strict constitutionalist. So I, I, if I remember correctly, he supported Bill Clinton and he was against Clinton's impeachment. And I'm, I don't even believe that he voted for Trump nor, and he's also expressed that he would not vote for Trump. Yeah, I, I uh, think he President voted for Trump. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Did he, he voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and, and I think that he's not a Trump supporter. <laughs> okay. He's not a Trump supporter. So I, I did a little bit of research and uh, one of his arguments is that they're not, the crimes aren't even mentioned in the constitution. Um, and uh, I know none of us probably remember this either is that prior to the 25th amendment, um, there wasn't, if the president became incapacitated, there wasn't really a method for removing the president from office. It was essentially, you had to impeach this president. There were, there were papers written about it. What are we gonna do? And that's one of the reasons why the 25th amendment exists. Incapacity is not written in the Constitution either. Um, so just the fact that there has to be a literal crime, um, misdemeanor, bribery, treason, um, it's it's almost moot. Uh, also because I think just like a, wait, wait, I just want to address that because yeah, it real. I mean, look, if it the what what are the analogies that Alan Dershowitz gives is that if a prosecutor wants to try a case against a alleged criminal. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's analogous to indicting the criminal, but never allowing that cr the uh, alleged criminal to confront their accuser at trial. So she's just kind of like holding up the process without any literal concrete crimes or facts that led up to the crime. At least it's not listed in the articles of impeachment. It's just vague and open-ended language. What probably a better way to go about it is to list out the witnesses, talk the actual facts of what the witnesses are going to testify as to, so that at least it could be, and then transferred to the Senate to start up a trial. I mean, we, we still don't know what the, what the Senate, what uh, Pelosi means in regard to getting a fair trial. Well, we have, I mean, in, in the articles themselves, they, and this is, this is in the, um, obstruction of Congress article, article two, it, it lists the actual people who President Trump has withheld testimony from, but then, uh, including but then, Mick Mulvaney. Uh, but, but then what, what, what witnesses are they gonna be putting forward in the Senate trial? And well, that's, what are those witnesses going to testify as to? Right, and that's, and that's the exact question, right? So uh, essentially in, in the House, they had um, several hearings and committee produced mounds and mounds and mounds of evidence, thousands of pages of documents. Um, so that is essentially what these articles are, are um, directly related to. Uh, but, but back to your point about Alan Dershowitz, um, is most Im impeachments that have ever happened in US history 
um, most of them didn't even charge the violation of a crime at all. No, no, no. Uh, sorry, uh, three uh, presidential impeachments. But out of all the impeachments of federal judges, uh, there was a, an impeachment of the Secretary of War back in, yeah. in, the, early, in the heyday, um, <laughs> in the American heyday. Uh, but most of them weren't even charged with the crime. And I think it boils down to is what is an impeachable offense? So I, I want to, I, I think that it's better if we address this practically, right? Um, if, if someone is accusing the president of something that is against the will of the people and that may, may and let's just presume that um, some of these allegations may be true. Let's presume that the president has, is involved in something with Ukraine and that he's trying to interfere in the next election. Just a, just a presumption, which is, I think you, you get the presumption of innocence, but you still have the trial and you still have the witnesses. Um, what does it hurt to have a trial where, where you can call the witnesses and try to present your case? If Trump is innocent, then the Democrats are going to lose in a landslide in, in well, these well, next elections. What, one of the things about you know going to trial is that I mean, especially in personal injury trials, you have a whole phase called pre-trial. You know, mm -hmm. you file the complaint, and then it's there's a whole. Uh, I mean, in Los Angeles now, it's like a year and a half, two years before you're getting a trial date. <laughs> <laughs> So you get to conduct discovery where you get to depose these witnesses and see mm -hmm. what they're going to say at trial, or at least try and ascertain what the allegations are and what, what they're going to testify as to. I, I hate to interrupt you, but how do you do that? You, you, when you, when you um, try to get a witness for one of your trials, and if the defense mm -hmm. is, is holding, when you, if you subpoena a witness and the defense is holding them back, what happens to, to the defense? Do they get fined? The, it, well, there's de several different ways. You could file motions to compel certain information, motion to compel witness information. And but it's pretty subtle. But you, you, could pretty, you could also perhaps get a spoliation jury instruction mm -hmm. to say that you know, they, they, they're destroying or concealing evidence so it can be used. You, you, can, you can assume that it would have been harmful to them, which is why they're not coming forward with that. Uh, but why can't we do that here? Because, my it's question. Already, because it's already starting a trial and they should at least have some kind of pre-trial investigation, just at least know who these witnesses are so that they can conduct their own discovery and see what's going on. I mean, the whole point of pre-trial is to prevent surprise at trial, right. just to ascertain what everyone is going to do. But this is like a shotgun approach where, you know, it, it seems like what they want, what uh, Pelosi wants to do is just start this trial on, you know, fair ground and figure out what uh the, j just put on just put on witnesses that are going to be supportive for her side or or just hold on to them but that that's kind of the point that i think dershowitz was making is that there really should be some more concrete evidence in these articles in order to even present a valid basis for a senate trial let's so going back to one of the points you're making is um there was a house resolution that essentially allowed for any of the Republicans to bring up certain witnesses. Uh, but it, it had to have been, a, to your point, it had to have been approved by Democrats. They, they refused to bring up uh, the idea of having any of the witnesses like um, Mulvaney or any, anybody who would have the first hand account evidence. Now, uh, to, to what you're saying is that essentially if the president is able to block any of these witnesses that would have a firsthand account of information at, at what was pretrial, which was going on for months. Um, and there's no f fact evidence there that essentially you, you can't have a trial. So let's say, going back to an earlier point, that 
let's just say there may be a possibility that the president uh, committed some type of incident here. By blocking witnesses, he's innocent. Right. At trial, you won't have any witnesses. If you're saying that there's no witnesses to go. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. So why not bring up the people who are who have those records in here? I mean, I read all the pages. There's there's a lot of interesting things that I would want to have investigated just as a citizen um, of any president. So uh, I, I, I commend uh, Dershowitz for having this opinion, but I, I believe he's truly wrong. I think that comparative he talks about there's enough in there no he talks about comparative strength of the parties and you shouldn't do it well that's impeachment that's just impeachment we're not talking about removal removal takes two-thirds so i think that any question of of where a president's loyalty lies should be very much scrutinized and it should be an impeachment should be held and then pass it over to the senate to have a trial and let's find out what the truth is you got all this evidence let's explore the truth all right good talk (laughs) once again So we'll see what happens. Thank you. All right, thanks.